Cool Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson. Good morning out there. Welcome into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, 970-454-3355. Open seven days a week, your Napa Parts provider. Owned by Alan Gould and his family since the 70s. The staff has been there for the long haul also. Just call in and ask for what you need. You can get online. You can see what they have in stock. If you need a certain part, you can go on and search for Gould Parts in Eaton, and uh, it'll say if they have that in stock. If not, it'll say, we can get that to you in one day or something like that. So uh, give Gould Parts a call. They will take care of you. Uh, we are live in the Aloe Fiber studio. I am Mike Danson. This is Preps Rewind. Excited as a lot of these teams are wrapping up the final week of the regular season for the high school football season. Uh, we have a lot of teams that are right on the bubble of making it into the playoffs. Uh, 3A has one more regular season week, but uh, eight man, 1A, 2A, 4A, 5A, all wrapping up the league schedule. The playoffs start next week for those divisions. 3A, the only group that has one more week of regular season. Uh, the rundown for what today is going to look like. We're going to start here uh, going through scores from last night. I will give you the RPI of all the teams with their scores from last night. <clears throat> From last night, remember, 8-man through 3A, the top 16 make it to the playoffs. 4A and 5A, the top 24 make it to the playoffs. In the second segment, uh, we will talk with Thompson Valley head football coach Jamie Steele as uh, this team just continues to surprise everybody as they had a big win on Thursday night against Roosevelt. Uh, we will talk to coach as he... Uh, Gets ready for Resurrection Christian in the final week of the regular season to decide that league title. In the third segment, we will talk with head football coach from Wellington, uh, Travis Peoples. His team, uh, a school that's just been in existence for two years now. They only have freshmen, sophomore, juniors on that team, but they run the table through their league schedule, through the whole schedule. They are league champions. They will be hosting a playoff game next week in Wellington. Uh, let's get to know his team a little bit. Uh, and then in the final segment, we will have this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Uh, those are the teams that I think have a the best shot to bring home the state championship in prep football from our area, regardless of classification. Let's uh, jump right into scores from this week and uh, kind of a look at who plays today. Uh, and it, it's going to play a big role. Some of you have looked outside. Um, it, it's a little bit snowy and it's supposed to snow more today. So these teams that got through and played Thursday and Friday are probably really happy as these teams that have to play today uh, are going to have to deal with some weather conditions. Uh, we'll start in the eight man. Remember the top 16 in the RPI in eight man through 3A make the playoffs and top 24 in 4A and 5A. Eight man, day spring, two and seven on the season. They fall in their final game. To Sedgwick County, thirty-six to twenty. Dayspring, uh, twenty-six in the RPI. Going to be on the outside looking in as they wrap up their season last night against Sedgwick County Highland. They are the league champions. They went 
zero and four in the regulars in the preseason games, four and zero in the regulars in their uh, league schedule to win that league championship. They beat Manuel fifty four to six. You heard that one here on KFK last night. If you want to go back and listen to that, you can podcast it. They are fourteenth in the RPI, but that doesn't really matter. They will be hosting a playoff game next week in Alt. Uh, as they beat Manuel 54-6 last night. Platte Valley beat Prospect Ridge 55-7. They are 5-4 and four on the season. RPI of 21. Platte Valley, uh, two years in a row now, going to be on the outside looking in of the playoffs. Eaton, uh, on Thursday, they played the Academy 34-12. to They get the win. They are 14th in the RPI, so they're going to be on the road in that first week as they are second in that league, birth of the league champion there. Uh, Eaton 6-3, and three, they will be on the road traveling. Uh, potentially, I don't know that Chassa would do this, but uh, they may be right in line to travel to University in that first week of the playoffs as University is going to be one of those top uh, four seeds or so. Uh, maybe they'll be heading to Kent, Denver. That could be an option. Also, Eaton fourteenth in the RPI. Valley two and seven uh, as they lose to Dievlin fourteen to thirty three last night. They are thirty seventh in the RPI. Not going to make the playoffs. Wellington. We will talk to their coach in the third segment. Nine and zero this season. They wrap up with a big win over Bennett fifty six fourteen. They are twelfth in the RPI though. So uh, not a tough schedule that they've played to get to nine and zero, but. Uh, they are the league champions. Will be hosting a playoff game. Timnith two and seven. They fall to brush seventeen to forty four. Thirty fourth in the RPI. Berthed nine and zero. Oh, this is my team. Berthed uh, fifth in the RPI. They beat Steamboat Steamboat Springs. They beat them up fifty nine to zero last night. University. Wraps up that league championship uh, coach last week when we spoke to him. Wasn't willing to say that uh, they had already wrapped it up beating Brush, but they head out to Sterling. Coach gets his first win ever in Sterling, as he talked about last week. They beat Sterling 30-14. to They are number four in the RPI, so uh, even with a couple of losses, they've played a very difficult schedule and are ahead of Berthoud, an undefeated Berthoud team in the RPI by one spot. Moving to 3A Severance, 2-7. and seven. They fall to Mountain View, 17-7. to seven. They are 25th in the RPI, going to be on the outside looking in. They play one more game, though, uh, as that 3A level still has one more week of regular season. Resurrection Christian beats up on Northridge. 42 to 14. They are number six in the RPI. Roosevelt falls to Thompson Valley 41 21. They are, however, eighth in the RPI. Uh, they will not be hosting a game. They'll be uh, probably playing in like that uh, 8 9 matchup, I would guess, uh, as the brackets are made up. Uh, Mountain View, we talked about, uh, beat Severance. They are 18th in the RPI. <laughs> Uh, despite being 2-7 and seven on the season, they are 18th in the RPI. And who knows, uh, I think they'll play Northridge next week, I believe. Oh, no, I think that game already happened. We'll have to see maybe Severance next week. Uh, if they beat Severance, maybe they could be in that top 16. Not sure how that's going to work out. Thompson Valley, we talked about, they beat Roosevelt 41-21. They are number 2 in the RPI. Uh, but the big game looming next week, Thompson Valley Resurrection Christian for all the marbles for the guaranteed uh, playoff game uh, out of that tough league. Northridge Falls to Resurrection Christian 42-14 RPI of 20. They're going to be on the outside looking in as we move into 4A Windsor. They are on the road 
to Grand Junction Central. That's a tough trip on a snowy day. I hope they traveled over last night. They play at 1 o'clock today in Grand Junction. They are 7-2. and two. If Windsor wins that game, they wrap up that league title. They are 12th in the RPI. Loveland, 7-3 and three on the season. They beat Longmont 48-15. They are number 10 in the RPI. Greeley Central, big win for Greeley Central. I don't remember the last time I saw a Greeley Central team that won four football games during the season. They are 4-6 and six on the season. They beat Skyline 21-20. Uh, they are 31 in the RPI, so not going to be in the playoffs, but a huge successful season for the Greeley Central Wildcats. Greeley West, 1-8 and eight on the season. They play Erie today. Erie, just a, a really, really good football team. Uh, Barnett for Erie broke a Christian McCaffrey record for most touchdowns scored in uh, Colorado high school sports uh, history. So um, Barnett for Erie, they come to play Greeley West today, and he's probably going to get to add to that uh, touchdown record that he sent Greeley West 38th in the RPI. Fort Collins, all the Fort Collins schools. um, Fossil Ridge, the only one that really has a legitimate chance uh, to make the playoffs. They're 23 in RPI. They beat Pooter 42-16 last night. 23rd in RPI, 4A-5A take the top 24, but if a league champion is out of that top 24, they're going to bump up and move teams out. So uh, Fossil Ridge really crossing their fingers and hoping that they can sneak in as one of those uh, final seeds. Uh, we talked about them beating Pooter last night, 42-16. Pooter's RPI 37. Fort Collins beat Boulder 42-0, to RPI of 30. And Rocky Mountain uh, lost 64-22 to to Fairview uh Last night, their RPI is 35. So those are your scores from this week and the RPI. You can kind of put those together, figure out who is going to be into those playoffs. We're going to take our first break now on the other side. On the other side, Coach Jamie Steele from Thompson Valley. You are listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into the Aloe Fiber Studios. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, 970-454-3355. Open seven days a week. Give them a call for all your automotive parts needs. Now, on the other side, or on on the phone, we're going to get to Coach Jamie Steele of the Thompson Valley Eagles. Coach, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, Coach, uh, you know, first thing I want to ask you is this is your first uh, year as the head coach there uh, taking over. When you stepped into this job, did you see this type of season uh, for your your team? Um, There was a lot of potential here for sure. Uh, Yes, I did. I I saw a lot of things that I, I got to inherit which was awesome. Yeah, Coach, uh, when uh, you guys played Roosevelt, you you take them out Um, 41-21. It's probably been a while since you guys beat Roosevelt. Uh, You guys take out Loveland earlier in the year. 
the momentum that your your team is building uh, as as you get closer to the playoffs here is just uh, huge. Well, correct. Yeah, they're uh, the team is starting to believe in one another. Uh, the new offense system that we, you know, our offense that's in this year, they're just believing in everything. They know they can win. Um, they're just great kids, great players, and the coaches have done an outstanding job to get them ready for each game. Yeah, you guys have done a heck of a job over there. Um, let's uh, kind of jump into to your game Thursday against Roosevelt. Uh, you guys started the game, it looks like, with a really long touchdown pass uh, uh, to jump out to a 7-0 to lead. We did, and that was uh, that was a great momentum uh, shift right there for us. Uh, you know, Garrett caught the pass a little Henderson, and he is a shifty young man. And once he gets in the open field, he is uh, going to take off, and he was gone. And Riley Suarez continues to be quite a leader on the field, a, a dual threat on everything he does. And yeah, we just have uh, great players surrounding Riley and. Riley's great himself, and it's just really fun to watch these guys. Yeah, Coach, and then uh, as the game kind of progressed, it seemed like it was it was just a battle through that first half. It was. Uh, we were in halftime. It was fourteen to fourteen. Uh, we talked in the locker room and told you know to be the best, we got to beat the best. And Roosevelt is a fantastic football team. Lane Wassinger does a fantastic job with them. And the kids were excited when I said that, you know, to be the best, we got to beat the best. You want to play championship football? This is right here, right now. So let's come out second half and show everyone, you know, what we're made of. And uh, they responded well. Yeah. They did a great. Sorry, coach. And you guys absolutely did that. Uh, uh, did you guys make some halftime adjustments or, or was it just, uh, you know, the kids kind of just stepping up and making plays? Uh, I just I to go from a fourteen to fourteen game to winning forty one twenty one is is a huge difference. Yeah, we made a few adjustments uh, at halftime and nothing crazy, but I think it was more just connecting with the players and letting them. You know, like I keep telling them, let's let's play. You guys are a great football team, and uh, let's go out and do what Thompson Valley does. And they they responded well to that. And coach, you you mentioned his name, but uh, Riley Suarez, uh, nine of twelve for 180 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and that's that's a great line for a quarterback. But that's not all he did. He he rushed the ball 15 times for 146 yards and two touchdowns. So he combined for five touchdowns. Just uh, how special is this kid? <laughs> he is a very special young man. Um... He is fun to watch. He's a, like I said earlier, he's a leader. He holds everyone accountable on the football team. Uh, I, I've never seen something like this before. He is just a remarkable man. And I, I hope he gets the chance to go play somewhere in college because I think, uh, he, he'd make a team a lot better out there. Yeah, just uh, he's having a fantastic season, but he, he's not, uh, you know, doing it alone. Uh, Christian Chase, against Roosevelt also had an amazing game. I, I believe I saw he had 15 tackles, and then uh, he ran for 71 yards and a touchdown also. Yeah, Christian Chase, he's a fantastic uh, tailback for us and plays uh, safety, linebacker. He plays a lot of different roles for this football team, and he's special. You have Marco Lapierre that is fantastic out there at receiving and safety. 
I, I'm just blessed to have all the opportunity that's surrounding me. This has been a fun season so far. Yeah, I, I can only imagine to, uh, you know, as uh You've been coaching for for a while in the area, but uh, you get a chance to be the 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 boss and and to have this happen, you just you have to be so happy. You're just doing cartwheels. Uh, yeah, I'm probably a little too old to do too many cartwheels, <laughs> but, I, but you're absolutely right. I'm really enjoying this. And like I said, the the coaching staff that I've got assembled here, um, they bought into the program. A lot of first year coaches over at Thompson Valley. They've coached in the area for 20, 30 years, but uh, this has just been an amazing season and everyone's bought in and we're just continuing to play, you know, one, one down at a time. Well, and that's how, that's how successful seasons happen is you don't, you don't get ahead of yourself at all. You, you can, uh, you can move on from a bad play and, and you can, you know, you have to move on from good plays also and, and be ready for that next one. That's correct. Uh, we always talk about if you have a bad play, we just got to get rid of that one and uh, come back to the next one because there's plenty more to be played. And uh, we just got to do what we do and stay focused and you know try not to turn over the ball, no penalties, do all the little things correct, respect this game of football, respect the refs, respect everybody, and uh, this team is doing so. Hey, Coach, uh, we we talk about a lot of the uh, skill position guys all the time, and they get all the credit. But uh, this uh, kind of season, like you guys are having, doesn't happen without uh, the, those big guys up front. So, if we could, uh, if you could mention a few of those guys. Oh, we have um, Keenan Parks, uh, uh, Josiah Manu, um, Dane Gray. These guys are Justin Sieber. Yeah, these are the. These are the guys that make everything happen. And I told them at the beginning of the season that nothing will happen if you guys don't do anything. You're the foundation of this football team. And if you guys can win um, in the trenches, we can build one heck of a house on top of this foundation that you're going to create for us. And I tell them all the time, we're, we're putting a pretty nice house on the foundation. They're doing a wonderful job. Well, and, and football is kind of a crazy thing how uh... – a team isn't going to go anywhere without those big guys at the line of scrimmage and they kind of lead the way. They don't really get any of the credit and you got the skill guys on the outside that uh, they get all the credit, but uh, you can't really do much without those big guys in the middle. No, you have to have them. And, you know, Seth Castle's another one that he's just all, all these linemen we have, uh, O-line, D-line, these guys are amazing. They're there every day. They work, they work their tails off. Um, at practice they want to be the best in the state of Colorado at 3A football I mean they have a vision and um, we talk about it all the time and they're just doing a wonderful job yeah Riley and the tailback everyone gives them praise all the time for being who they are and helping this team grow and be successful well, uh, Coach, uh, I, I've been waiting until the end here to bring it up, but uh, obviously you have a huge, huge game against uh, Resurrection Christian this next week. It, it's uh, it's not only for the league championship, but you get that win and the league championship, and that guarantees you a home playoff game. So all those things riding on this game next week, uh, what do you what do you say to your kids and, and just kind of keep them focused and ready for, for everything that's ahead of them? I just keep on telling them, look, we got to work hard. Resurrection is a very good team. They're well coached over there. Bob Mock does a great job. They, they have a lot of talent, but 
guys, we just got to do what Thompson Valley does one play at a time. And, um, you know, enjoy the moment of everything that we've done so far uh, this week and enjoy the moment. When we come back Monday, we got to go to work and they know what's at stake here. And they're, they're excited. They're excited. They're in this uh, position and I'm excited for them also. I don't think they've ever been in this position before. Um, that's what I've heard. Rumor has it that they've never won a conference championship. So, um, you know, we got we got some things that we've done in the se- season already that we keep on checking the box a little bit one at a time. And this is just another uh, another game that we have to be focused and ready to go. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to give away any secrets, but uh, have you watched any Resurrection Christian film? What do you know about that team? Oh, they're outstanding. They're a they're run-oriented team 90% of the time. Now they'll probably throw it a bunch against us, but no, they run <laughs> they run well. Um, that's what they they do. And but, you know, like I said, they're, they're good. They have uh, some great kids in the backfield. They have a great defense that just fly to the ball. And yeah, this can be a challenge for us. I told the kids we we want to be challenged. We want to be ready for the playoffs and see what we have. So let's play the best teams there are. And you know, Roosevelt, Loveland, and now Rez. We just keep on getting the play all these fantastic teams, and things are going our way so far. Yes, they are, Coach. Well, uh, congratulations uh, on, on just an amazing season that you guys have going here. For me, um, you you knew more about your team, but uh, it, it it is kind of a surprise for me as I just kind of keep track from of all the teams on the outside. But uh, congratulations on a great season. Good luck next week. Go get that league championship. And uh, as we move through the pl- playoffs, we'll uh, we'll talk to you some more. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yep. That is uh, head coach Jamie Steele of the Thompson Valley Eagles. 7-2 and two on the season, 4-0 and oh in league. The big one next week, though, against Resurrection Christian. And as I said there, it's, it's for all the marbles in that league. The winner of that is going to be the league champion. The winner of that game is going to host a playoff game in the first round. It, it is just a huge game. And, and Coach Steele, I... I I just have to congratulate him on the season they're having, kind of coming out of nowhere with this Thompson Valley team, and and uh, their two losses on the season are to Berthid, the one of the top teams in two A, the team that I think is going to win the two A state championship, and uh, a Riverdale Ridge team at that three A level who is also very highly rated. I think uh, in the Colorado Preps uh, media poll, it, they were number seven, I believe, this week. They've only lost one game, I believe, on the season. So um, a couple of losses against very, very good teams, and then uh, a lot of wins against very, very good teams, and and one more opportunity is ahead th- of them here in the regular season. On the other side of this break, we will talk with Wellington head football coach Travis Peoples. You are listening to... Reps Rewind presented by Ghoul Parts on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, 970-454-3355, your Napa parts provider. Give them a call. They have everything you need. Now we're going to jump on to the phone line and talk to Wellington head football coach Travis Peoples. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. I've uh, I, I've been kind of watching your team uh, from afar here. Uh, just just a fantastic season you guys have going. Yeah, you know we put nine together and played really good and got better every week. So uh, I think we punched a ticket to the playoffs, and uh, we're waiting till tomorrow to see who we play. But uh, we're super excited about uh, you know the season so far. Yeah, congratulations on that league championship and being able to host the uh, uh, first uh, playoff game in school history there. You guys are going to get to host it in Wellington. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. We'll see where we end up. We're right in the middle there, uh, maybe that 9-10. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to play a playoff game. Um, and uh, whoever we draw, we'll be excited to uh, get ready and prepare for them like we did the whole season. Yeah, Coach, uh, we can talk about uh, your game against Bennett a little bit. You guys kind of jumped out early and never really looked back. Yeah, you know, they're a tough team. Last year they beat us pretty bad. They they just kept pounding us all game and beat us 58 to 12 or something like that. And I think we flipped the script in a year. Um, and we like we like what they brought. I mean, they're a tough team, believe it or not, two and seven or whatever they are. They were they were one of the tougher O and D lines, and uh, our kids kind of love that stuff. Uh, we, you know, we we think of ourselves as the axe, and, and they were kind of the wood. And uh, we we just wanted to chop all night. And uh, they were chippy and they were tough. But um, you know, our kids our kids are tough and chippy too. So we love that kind of game. I wish I could schedule them for the next uh, ten years <laughs> yeah. because it, it, we love it. It was it was a bloody nosed uh, hard hard-hitting game, and uh, our kids came out on top. Well, and I think uh, you describe it really well, being an axe chopping wood with with the kind of team that you guys have. Uh, you guys, you guys have ran the ball for nearly three thousand yards on the season at an eight point one average. This uh, this run game is just fantastic. You guys have incredible. We got a great O line coach, Sam Carlson, uh, a CSU guy, a Wellington guy. Um, he lives out here and he, he got up, he got with us and we probably got the best one in the state. And, uh, we picked up some other coaches locally that have helped us out, but our running game has always been strong and it just got better by adding some good personnel. And then our kids have bought into, to, to, you know, the tough man mentality. And, and not only are we going to have tough guys on defense, but offense is going to be the similar, um, type of deal. And so our offense and defense are both the same. They're just a bunch of dogs that run out there, and, and they're pretty tough kids, and they want to bury you. Yeah, and Coach, uh, I want to jump in and, and talk about one of those kids. Uh, Tanner Gray, your sophomore quarterback. Um, you guys don't throw it a lot, but uh, just enough to keep teams honest. But he, he's been efficient, and he's also ran for 917 yards and 16 touchdowns. Yeah, and he put another uh, – hundred and something last night and so did cash Auschwager, uh put another 170 so they're both around that thousand yard or over um but he's he's a capital f football player you know he's um he's a 10th grader i had a kid named jake green who was a pretty good football player when i was at frederick and his 10th grade year kind of reminds me of uh, tanner's and uh, he's only going to get better for 11th and 12th grade. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, uh, you know, if, if thrown for 1,500, 2,000 down the road. But right now, what, what we're good at is he's a power runner, and we got a bunch of scat backs 
that move good, and we got a no line that'll mow you down. And so, you know, we're going to do what we do. And uh, but going forward, you know, as a tenth grader, you got to look at a kid who's fourteen, fifteen years old, and he's got a huge upside, six three, two twenty five. And uh, faster than you think. I mean, he outruns everybody a lot. And a thousand-yard rusher, he should—he—he he, he should be an all-state player. I hope he is. Um, and he, as a tenth grader, and that's amazing where he's at right now. Well, and and a kid like that, uh, you talk about his size, but he really hasn't even hit those big growing years in the next couple when he really hits the weight room hard. Yeah, when he hits the weight room hard, and uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna spend the whole summer with us throwing seven on seven. I'm gonna take him to some quarterback camps. We're gonna run our own quarterback camp. And we go five days a week in the summer from five to eight. So um, I'm, I'm going to tutor him, uh, and he's going to he, he's going to put the time in. And I, you know, we you know, we don't look at passing and running. We're just looking at the wins. But at the end of the day, we got to throw the ball um, in the playoffs. We're going to have to throw the ball in the future. We're going to go play in Florida week one. We're going to play some three A schools next year. We're going to play up, and so we're going to we're going to need to diversify our uh, offense and not just pound it because we know we got a great running game. Um, and we'll get there. We got a young O line too. Listen, we start mostly ninth and tenth graders. But I think we have three juniors to start on our team, um, and so we're still a super young team that's still learning how to play football. But they've 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 come to the challenge every week. So and we're tough. This, this is, these are tough kids, and I think that's what football is. Usually the the toughest and the most physical usually win games, and I think that's why we're nine and zero. Yeah, and coach, uh, your offense has been fantastic with the run game, but uh, your defense has really been good also with uh, 19 sacks on the season, 15 interceptions, uh, led by Tyler Schaefer. He has six interceptions. You guys not only are getting it done offensively, but defensively too. Yeah, defense is, is uh, got a mentality right now that we're going to take away the ball every game. And, uh, you know, we talk about ripping it out, taking it away, interceptions, whatever it is. And our, our kids kind of thrive on it. They run the ball to us. Um, you know, it's an exciting play for us. It's as big as a touchdown. But they're tough dudes. And uh, we got kind of a bend-don't-break mentality on defense. But um, there's 11 guys coming to the ball, and they're coming with bad intentions. And uh, I've been coaching for a while, and these are my kind of guys. I'm, I'm in a town uh, that, that resembles a lot of uh, kind of the old school, the toughness to put in the work, and then the, the, the ability to run through a wall for you. And, and that's what we got in Wellington. Wellington is full of these kids. I mean, 30, 40, 50 of them that will just run through the wall. Um, they may not be the biggest. We may not be the oldest. We may not even be the fastest or strongest yet. But I can tell you, every single week, we've been the toughest guys on the field. And, and Coach, uh, I coached uh, for 13 years in, in Kersey at Platte Valley. And the times that we had a lot of success, it was a, a good group of seniors that they kind of worked their way up through. And they maybe got some extra playing time. But you guys are doing this without a senior on the team. You just have freshmen, sophomore, juniors at this point. What's it like knowing that all these kids are going to be coming back next year after how much success you guys are having this year? Yeah, next year and the year after and the year after. We listen all the way through. Um, we, we're pretty good. At, we actually start three freshmen, and I think it's 13 sophomores. Um, so, you know, we have a very young team, but it's exciting. Hey, our, you know, and we don't talk about it much. We just say, Hey, we're going to play ball and our kids, you know, we don't worry that we're younger or any of that stuff. But, um, and, and we actually went to Platte Valley. I mean, Platte, we had a great game with Platte Valley. Uh, they, they were tough as nails, great stadium out there. And, uh, you know, that kind of introduced our kids to what two way football is kind of at the pinnacle. They went out there in that nice stadium and played good ball and, uh, they weren't intimidated. They were, you know, we just showed up and played. And I think we won 28, 26, six, something like that. But that was a big one for us. But yeah, no, it's, hey, having them come back, 
Listen, you know, we're excited about the future, but right now it's one week at a time, and we'll find out tomorrow who we got in round one, and we're going to put all our energy into that. Yeah, Coach, uh, we're talking with uh, Coach Travis Peoples of the Wellington uh, football program. Coach, uh, buy, uh, buy-in from the kids. A season like this doesn't happen without complete buy-in from the kids in the program. Yeah, and I think it started with the parents, my first parent meeting. I told them exactly what we were going to do. We're going to work 12 months out of the year. Um, even if they play other sports, they're still going to lift weights heavy. If they wrestle, they're going to lift heavy. If they play basketball, they're going to lift heavy. We lift all during the season. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to max next week on our first playoff game. And uh, we're going to have kids that have gone up 25, 30 pounds on bench squat and clean wow. during the season, which is unheard of. And that's kind of mentality. I run the weight room at the school, and it's old school. It's bench squat, clean, and uh, we go in there, we lift heavy. We, 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 do the, we do the dirty work that most people aren't willing to do, and we do it year-round. And so that's where it starts with us. But the buy-in, you know, the, the players like the coaches. They want to play for them. i got 14 guys on staff that are uh, all different type guys. And so, you know, every kid's got someone they're connected to, and, uh, and we motivate them, and, and, and we love them up, and we make sure that they understand what the goals are every single week. Yeah, that that sounds great, Coach. Uh, uh, one other thing about uh, football is is the way that – football brings the whole community kind of in and and Wellington it's a it's a growing town but uh, still kind of has a small town feel to it um talk about the community and buying into this uh, successful season you guys are having it's been unbelievable. We the whole the whole town's into this. I mean, you walk in town and everyone's got a Wellington football shirt on. Um, the, the local restaurants, Wellington Grill, and all downtown, they play our games on the and, and the bar and at the, at the restaurant. And we'll walk in after the games to go eat, and we'll get a standing uh, ovation and, and high fives. And the town's just all bought in. Uh, I went this morning to go get my my local breakfast burrito from from a guy down the way, and he here you go, coach. They give it to you on the house, and I don't want anything free. But it's just that kind of that kind of place. Everybody knows everybody, and uh, you know it's everyone's excited about where we're at. I just hope they know how special it is to be nine and zero with no seniors. It's not something that happens every year. We'll we'll shoot for that every year. But you know this is a super special year so far. And uh, we, we hope to keep it going. But the town of Wellington um, has been it, – it, it's, it's bleeding maroon and white. And uh, I think this is going to go into – transcend into all the sports and everything that happens at our school. Everyone knows there's a high school in Wellington now. And, uh, and so that's the exciting part about what we're doing. And, and, and that's something that, you know, a lot of schools uh, have successful seasons in all kinds of different sports. But th- there's something special about a – a special football season for for a school. Yeah, you know, even in my interview, I talked about it when I went up there and met with Hillary Bartling. I said football is the first thing that happens. All the sports are equally important. You know, we support them all. We're super excited about them all. But football gets front and center, uh, you know, every August, right when you start school. And a lot of times, even in college, that, 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 fir- that football season kind of sets the tone for the whole school and what people think about you. And uh, it's just, just part of the business. And, uh, you know, we're, put, we're putting Wellington out front. I know that we're known up and down the front range. I know 2A. I know the Patriot League knows who we are. Um, next, we need to make sure that the, the state of Colorado and, and Chasta knows who we are, and we're hoping to hoist the trophy. I know that's a big dream, but, and, it, and, it's, a, and it's four games out, but we're going to take it one at a time, and, uh, and, and that's, that's the business that we got in front of us. Yeah, Coach, well, you guys are doing it. You're definitely putting uh, Wellington football on the map this season. Congratulations on a great year, a league championship, and good luck as you uh, head into the playoffs. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you.
Yep, uh, that is Coach Travis Peoples of the Wellington football program. I believe they're the Wellington Eagles up there. So uh, just a, an amazing season for them, uh, 9-0, and 5-0. And I, I thought that league champions get to automatically host in the playoffs. It didn't seem like Coach thought that. But uh, either way, they're going to be in the playoffs next week. They'll find out who they play tomorrow. On the other side, we will have this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. You are listening to Preps Rewind. Presented by Gould Parts on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. It's time for the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. That's right, it is time for this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. These are the teams in the area, regardless of classification, that I feel have the best opportunity to bring home a state championship in football. This week, we will start at number eight, Roosevelt. Roosevelt Rough Riders are 7-2 on the season. They have fallen to Resurrection Christian and Thompson Valley. They are struggling in this difficult 3A league as they are just 2-2 in the league. The offense is there. They've scored 328 points, but the defense has work to do, giving up 217 points this season. I'm not going to count a team out with Bronco Hartson at quarterback and Xavier Ramirez at running back, but the defense has to play better. Roosevelt, number eight. Number seven this week, the Eaton Reds, six and three on the season, four and one in league. They have struggled against the upper level teams, 0 and three against the Classical Academy, University, and Berthoud, six and 0 against teams that will not make the 2A playoffs. Cooper Nider has been a bright spot. He moved from defensive back to outside linebacker. He leads the team with 105 tackles, two sacks, and three interceptions. Eaton, number seven. Windsor, number six. They are 7-2, and 3-0 in league. At Grand Junction Central today, they should wrap up the league championship with the win. A proven coach in the playoffs with a past success, a more balanced offense led by Kyle Phillips. If they continue to win the turnover battle, as they have most of the season, they will continue to win. They will be somebody to watch in that 4A playoffs. We just talked to their head coach. The Wellington Eagles are number five in this week's edition. 9-0, 5-0 league champions. I wonder about the youth in the playoffs when it gets tight. They really have only played one tight game, and that was the first game of the season. But when you have a defense that has 19 sacks and 15 interceptions and an offense that has ran for nearly 3,000 yards and an average of 8.1 per carry, you have something to lean on. Wellington, number five. Number four in this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings, the University Bulldogs. Six and two on the season, four and oh, league champions, number four in the RPI. They really have not been challenged since week three. What happens as you move through the playoffs? Does the momentum of all these wins in a row uh, carry you in a close game, or does it cause uh, an issue that you haven't been in a close game in a while? Krosa and Doss lead the way for the offense and a crazy attacking defense led by Giovanni Di Santiago. University Bulldogs are number four. Number three, we talked to their head coach, Jamie Steele, today. 
Thompson Valley, 7-2, and 4-0. They play Resurrection Christian next week for the league championship. Uh, nothing huge stands out here as you look at point differential or crazy offensive or defensive numbers. They just win games. Riley Suarez, the dual threat quarterback, he has 1,133 yards passing, 61% completions, 12 TDs, only three interceptions. He also has 768 yards rushing at an almost seven-yard average and 13 touchdowns. He gets help from uh, Christian Chase, who we talked about with Coach on offense, and Christian Chase leads that defense. A very good team that's just winning football games. Thompson Valley, number three. The number two team in the Preps Rewind Power Rankings, the Resurrection Christian Cougars, 7-1 and on the season, 4-0 and in league. They play Thompson Valley for the league championship next week, that big game. Uh, they've only given up 93 points on the season, and 20 of those are in their only loss to Buffalo, Wyoming, who I looked up this morning. Buffalo, Wyoming is 7-2 and on their season. They've played one less game than other teams because they had two bye weeks during the season, and they've still ran for almost 2,000 yards. They are a defense that really rallies to the ball and uh, team tackle. They cause turnovers. Resurrection Christian, number two in this week's Preps Rewind Power Rankings. And the number one team, they're going to be there for a a while, the Berthoud Spartans. Uh, Coach Tickner, I saw, was uh, their was the Denver Broncos coach of the week this week. And uh, they are 9-0, 5-0. They were league champs. Points against this season. They have only given up 47 points in nine games this year. That is just amazing. A plus 325 point differential. The most points they've given up this year, 17 to Fort Lupton. 14 of those were scored in the fourth quarter when all of the second teamers, the younger guys are getting in to play. Darren Davidson, 932 yards passing, 62% completion, 14 TDs, zero interceptions still for Darren Davidson. And they averaged nine yards per carry or eight yards per carry as a team. Berthed, they lock it in. I'm saying it. They are going to win the 2A state championship. The Preps Rewind Power Rankings for this week once again go Berthed 1, Resurrection Christian 2, Thompson Valley 3, University 4. Wellington 5, Windsor 6, Eaton 7, Roosevelt 8. Those are the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. I want to thank head coach of the Thompson Valley Eagles, Jamie Steele, for joining us today. Also, Wellington head football coach, Travis Peoples. Thank you to Micah on the other side of the glass, keeping me in line as always. You have been listening to Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in Eaton. 970-454-3355. Give them a call for all your automotive part needs. Uh, I'm Mike Danson. This is Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.